This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be legal advice. The transmission of information on this podcast is not intended to establish and the receipt of such information does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. Welcome to Quick Topics, where we provide you with a quick overview on issues affecting the everyday entrepreneur. Season one looks at contract boilerplate, focusing on important provisions you may come across in your business contract. My name is Edward Serrano. I'm an attorney and founder of Serrano Law, and I'll be your host. Does your website need a terms and conditions page? Well, the short answer is that although it's not a legal requirement, it is absolutely important to include one. Your terms and conditions, or the terms of use, creates a legally binding agreement between you and your website users, and it is therefore the place in your website where you would incorporate all the legal terms necessary to protect your website content, limit your liability exposure, and define the scope of use of your website. Some provisions you could include are limitation of liability provisions, a jurisdiction and choice of law provision, and a notice provision along with a clause which reserves your right to amend your terms and conditions without notice. There are also disclosure statements that may be required by law, such as privacy policies. There may be other disclosure statements mandated by your state that are specific to your industry. Today, however, we'll go over my list of the three things you should include in your website terms and conditions. First, you should include a disclaimer of warranties and representations. These disclaimers act to deny warranties and representations which would otherwise apply to the use of your website. For example, you may want to inform users that the use of your website is provided for informational purposes only, or that the use of your website is provided as is or at your own risk. There's also boilerplate language that we use to disclaim expressed and implied warranties. You should therefore check with your attorney before you incorporate the proper language in your disclaimer of warranties. The second thing to include in your terms and conditions is a statement defining or limiting the use of your website. You can detail what users are or are not allowed to do on your website. For example, you may want to prohibit users from uploading or submitting certain content on your blogs or message boards. You can also include age restrictions when your content is deemed inappropriate for minors. It is also important to advise users that you own all the rights to your content that they're prohibited from reproducing, copying, transmitting, or otherwise using your website content for their own commercial purpose. This includes your logos, images, or any written content. However, you should never claim ownership right to any content you're using under a third-party license. Instead, you should include a provision which prohibits users from copying or using such licensed content. The third thing to have in your terms of use is an indemnification clause obligating a website user to defend and hold you harmless for any loss resulting from their failure to abide by your terms of use. I think this is an important provision to include for many reasons. For example, if a website user publishes a defamatory statement in your website's blog, and as a result you get sued for defamation, an indemnification provision would require that user who published such statement to indemnify you and compensate you for losses associated in defending such action. And this concludes today's segment. For more information, 
please make sure to contact me by visiting our website at www.serrano-law.com. You can check out our podcast by visiting our website. You can also visit us on Instagram and Facebook at Serrano Law, altogether underscore FL. And we thank you for listening. Please make sure to stay tuned for more quick topics.